All right, and we are podcasting right now. We have the old school podcast team oh, back together. My. If you are a fan from whole way back in the day, 2015, what? when the original Highfalutin Ski Bump podcast started, there was three. There was Mario, Brian, and Steve. It was, the, it was the Three Amigos or the Three Musketeers or, you know, whatever we want to call it. The Triumvirate. The Triumvirate. Father, the Son, the Holy Ghost. Like, it was there something. And then I went MIA for almost three years now. Three years. And well, you uh, came back once. I once did. or twice, right? I I came back. One wheel. We had the one wheel interview last summer. One wheel. One wheel. One wheel, Steve. Yep. <laughs> and, we didn't uh, have the follow-up, which was a bad one. We talked about you. So maybe that's the thing. So I come back when there is something new to uh, oh. to the sport of skiing or snowboarding. Yes. So one wheel, one wheel is really basically snowboarding on concrete during the summer. Same same feeling. Isn't that what skateboarding was actually originally? Yeah, but this is one wheel. Just one. Just one <laughs> wheel. So so it's a little yeah, it's a little different. Um, and now today we're here to talk about big snow. That's true. Yes. Snow. So we were fortunate enough to be part of the initial media invite for the big snow premiere today at the Meadowlands American Dream East Rutherford, also known as Ski Rutherford slash Sea Caucus, also known as Ski Caucus, New Jersey. Yes, if you ever watched the Giants or the Jets suck at football on TV, where that stadium is, right across the parking lot, there is now an indoor ski slope. Yeah. Which has been in the process of being built for like 15 years. 15 years. 15 years, bankrupt, defunct. Uh, who knows how much money just got like stolen from that place and then sat for a while and then bought by none other than American Dream. American, what was that? What's the great American? Mall. Oh, Mall of America? Like- Mall of America is the big corporate, and then they call it now American Dream. And what's crazy about it is when the big financial economic collapse happened in 2008 or nine, the company that owned it, they had two properties. They had that one here, mm-hmm. the American Dream now. It was called Xanadu at the time. And they had another one down in the Washington, D.C. area. So they had the option to keep one of those two open. So the the holding company, the parent company, pumped all the money into the one down in D.C. and left the one in Jersey just to sit there and rot. You know, Mario and Steve, and actually me at the time, we all lived well, like right within that area. And we saw it all the time. And it was just a gigantic eyesore doing nothing. And then over the last probably year, year and a half, we started seeing the news that, hey, this is going to actually open. Like we're going to this place, this mall, this water park, this amusement park, this ski slope, this is all going to open. And we were all like, we'll believe it when we see it. Exactly. Because we were so skeptics because we've seen it every day driving to work and it was ridiculous. Because so we know actually, how Jersey works too. Right. So it's actually triple five is the name of the company. Triple five. Triple yep. five. And so they're the ones that own. That's a parent company. That's actually a British cigarette company too. Yeah. Maybe. They used to sponsor oh. Subaru rally cars. Look at that. So this is the Philip Morris of uh, Philip Morris of England. <laughs> of England owns this place. They are all about entertainment. Mall of America's, if you've ever been there, is centered around entertainment. There is a amusement park in the middle of the mall. Have you been to the Mall of America? Yeah. Yeah, I've, I've, it's, I have yeah. been there too. Yeah. I mean, it's really it's, we're, it's we're at in Minnesota. Minnesota. Wow, you guys, Minnesota visiting motherfuckers. What is a visit in Minnesota? You had a friend out there, so that's our boy Nick. He was out there, and I went to visit him. 
And we actually went to the mall. There's actually two Oakley stores in the mall of in America. In the same mall. In, in the same, same mall. goddamn mall. Yeah, but not anymore. Consolidation. That's right. like I went to Toronto. I went to the Eaton Center, and I'm like, it's just another fucking mall. Like, is there? They didn't have any like cool shit to do. Like, if they had like skiing, an amusement park, other stuff. Like, I would stay there all day. Is that like how they do their malls? That's how, and that's what the guy talked about today. So the CEO stood up from Triple Five, and he talked about being an entertainment venue. It's not about a shopping mall. It's about entertainment. So you get entertained and shop while you're being entertained. It's a it's a day trip. It's not a shopping trip. Mm. And if you think it's about, an experience, exactly. You are shopping trip. They were order Amazon. All about experience. All about experience. Which is why I think they they need a set marketing strategy. But we'll go into that later. <laughs> we'll go into that later. <laughs> we'll go into that later. But if you want an experience, let's not digress. This guy's always always hustling, <laughs> always let's always not, scheming. Let's not digress. Um, yeah, this so place was, did not smell like the ski resort. Just to say, on a sidebar, did not smell like skiing and being out in the open. Yeah. Do you guys want to get into the skiing part first? Or you want to talk about just getting there? I mean. One thing that we kind of that stood out to us. Yeah, started. I have never been in a place that was open that had how many that many dudes with hard hats. <laughs> yeah. like it was like a legit hard hat area. So I, mean, I gotta say, we're on the on the we're just past the official opening of part of the mall, chapter one. Right. So like it, the whole mall is not open. It's still under con- heavy construction on part of it. Sure. So we're there precursor to everything and the guys with hard hats they were like making sure we didn't go downstairs because like that shit wasn't finished like they were doing some serious construction escalators weren't ready corridors welding yeah yeah it was crazy we saw dudes welding it was it was a little unsettling though when you're you're walking with your snowboard and and your pants on and and your jacket and you look and there's a dude next to you with a hard hat yeah (laughs) that's right looking at you like what are you what doing is, here, asshole? What does he know that I should know? <laughs> yeah, that was my first thought was we were getting into like kind of waiting around for them to open it up and we were getting ready to go in. All these like union guys just looking at us like, look at these fucking jerk offs over here yeah, coming to go skiing. Oh, they were around looking for like free food, free shit like that. Because after we left. Free cowbells. Before we left, like the uh, the ski area, all the cookies and shit, they were gone. <laughs> That's true. There was like two <laughs> eclairs <laughs> left on. <laughs> all that stuff, like they descended. They're like, all right, this is free. Free, we can get in there like and they were just like boom they just ate it all the shop foreman said at 11 45 i'm allowed to take whatever's on this table great. Right. these fuckers are out of here yeah. let's, let's, you know. so i so i think the most fun is uh and this is going to be for anybody that tries this out so you you grab all your equipment you put it in your car put my snowboard on top of my car and i started driving towards new york city <laughs> <laughs> i'm like very why? surreal right why am i driving towards new york city to go snowboarding and I think that's going to be really, uh, really fun a for anyone that uh, tries it for the first time. Well, now that, then, like, I thought about it. I was like, so you park and you're in a parking garage, right? Now you're going to go skiing and you're in a parking garage. That's, like, a no- another thing that you never do. If it's raining out, if it's, like, hot out and raining, like, you're in a parking garage. You get your shit out and you go inside and the weird part is we all said it. We get in there and we walk in and it's a beautiful mall, beautiful, like smooth, like, you know. It's a very high-end mall yeah, just in nice. general, yeah. Yeah, high-end finishes and stuff like that. So you're on this like white granite or whatever. Like, And we're like walking in to go to the elevator. 
one of, my, one of the guys with us has like skis and like we got boots and shit. It was just kind of weird. Like it was, it was very surreal. Yeah, because you're used to kind of walking through dirt for a few minutes or and you have like beautiful mountain vistas and trees and here. parking lot, like yeah. dirt. And this is just, yeah, going up an elevator and popping into the. Very clean. Popping into the uh, indoor ski resort. Yeah. So it was it was funky. Just the whole experience going to it. You're like, and you know, we've talked about it for a while. Like, is this going to be real? And what's it going to be like? I gotta say, like, it was it, it was a lot of excitement there. People were were really psyched to be part of it. I, I had very low expectations. I think it far exceeded those mm-hmm. because I I didn't know what to expect. I didn't know what the snow quality was going to be like. Yeah. But. We got that email yesterday. They're like, hey, it's going to be 28 degrees in here. That's how we keep it. Make sure you have all your your cold weather gear. And I'm glad we paid attention because, you know, what? like I thought I was like, ah, that's bullshit. They want to keep it at 28. And then they sent a follow up yesterday and I was like, holy crap, like they're really serious. And I got to say, guys, it was fucking cold in there. It was cold. Oh, yeah. yeah. It, it felt we're very different than outside. And that's they for didn't sure. have the, the fans going. Now I heard like the fans going are loud, so they didn't have them going because it was press day. Yeah. So I can imagine that's pumping more cold air, and like I can imagine it's pretty heavy cold in there. Yeah, it was a it was a really fun atmosphere. That was they did yeah. a great job getting that right. You know they they brought in some you know some celebrities in the the ski and snowboard world to sit on the first chair to usher in this this new era as they're saying. Mm-hmm. So they had Lindsey Vaughn, Donna Weimarecht. Red Gerard and Kelly Clark. Yeah. I mean, those pretty big names yeah. in the ski and snowboard industry over the last, you know, 10, 20 years. Yeah, they were part of the ceremonial first chair. We, of course, somehow our pal Rich was there too from All About Upright, who we met in the garage randomly. <laughs> like, I didn't know he was going to be there. Actually, no, he wasn't there. Forgot. He was not there. Rich, was, right. Rich was not there. That's right. His, uh, his doppelganger was there. But somehow he got to the front of the line, even though he didn't get there. He wasn't <laughs> there. And we were like on the next chair behind those folks. I, I just, like, he's like, just come here. He went on. And we were like the third chair up. And yeah, they had a whole big, uh, you know, kind of to do for Lindsay and, and Kelly, yeah. Don, and Red to go down. I mean, it was crazy packed at first. Yeah. And, you know, I'll just say, uh, I don't know what the excitement was because everyone else was like us that have seen this thing being built for 15 years, right? We, we've heard about this for over 15 years. And we and there's there's one in Japan. We all know that. Uh, so if you in like D- Dubai, I think. Yeah, one in Dubai. Norway, they have indoor stuff. Like it's... England's got the... England. I think England has the, um, the warm, like the... the Plastic, plastic or rubber, whatever these that artificial snow. Yeah, it is an actual cold snow. Because hmm. there's that one in Virginia too. Virginia, I think it's one of the universities. I think down by Charlottesville, they have one of those. I think it's outdoor, but it's like a plastic sure. that replicates the snow. Uh, there's a training facility in Scottsdale, Arizona. Yes, hmm. it's the plastic. But this was uh, everyone there was excited and uh, like real snow. Get out of here. Real snow. skeptics, like I gotta see it for myself. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the, the slubs were good. Uh, Lindsay was great. You know, she's big smile on her face, you know, indoors. She even said, I, I've never skied indoors before ever. She said yeah. it was a first for her, which yeah. is good. I mean, yeah. what I thought was really, uh, monumental was how, um, this is the first time they'll have an opening, right? Opening season. Yeah. They made a point of that, which is, and you didn't think about it until it, then. I was like, wow. It'll never close. Yeah. That's it. It's the first and only opening. They're not going to have another opening like another season open because like everybody has like 
Opening day. Opening day. Season. Yeah. Closing day. This is their only opening day. Yeah, so their plan is to be open from 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. 365. That's cool. Like, yeah. that's... I gotta say, Christmas, that might be a nice thing to do on Christmas, but, like, what do you do on Christmas? While everybody's home, like, opening packages? I'm just kidding. I mean, here's the question, right? How is the snow? Snow was pretty awesome. The snow was surprisingly good. Like, it was... I mean, it was probably better than most snow you're going to get on the East Coast on a normal day. And that's the question everyone's going to ask. They're going to say, okay, guys, yeah, but, you know, did you like it? Did you have fun? You know, yeah. did you, were you able to go fast enough? So snow quality was great, I got to say. And they have a, a leg up on, like, outdoor areas because they have no snow melt. They have no changing conditions. Like, they control everything in there. So if they want to keep the snow nice and soft and fluffy year-round, they can do that. Not having melt and rain are the two biggest. Exactly. problems that every They're mountain has sun on there they got nothing it's just whatever they they control and i know this answer was there any ice none no no none. yeah none no and that that changes how you ski how you snowboard yeah you can make any turn you want anywhere you want yeah and they have a groomer, so like if they did get a little patch of ice or something, they could groom it out. Yeah, I don't know how often they're going to run that thing. I tried asking the one guy running the chairlift. He's like, I don't know. I'm oh, like, not that it. he should know either. But, you know, it's if they have it there, I don't know if it was like a ceremonial thing because they had the guys from um, – it wasn't Piston Bully. It was um, – Pinard. Pinard. Was that what it was? Yeah. I don't know if that's the parent company of Piston Bully or how that, how that works. But, yeah, they were there too. So that was there. Well, I got to imagine you have to have a snow groomer because at the top, uh, somebody pointed out to us, there's only two snow guns at the very top mm. and they point down. So if they blow snow, like they could pump out a ton of snow, um, they'll probably have to cat it out throughout the whole rest of the year. Well, you know, oh, yeah. snowboarders are just going to push the snow downhill. That's what they always That's goddamn they do. do. Yeah. Right. So the snowboarders are just going to push that snow down. Yeah. But at least so. it's snow. It's not ice anymore. Right. So... Yeah, and two, they have the um, – so the way they had it set up, they had – it's almost like two sections. There was a, a smaller section, kind of a big, very beginner section that they had a little banked turn on, mm. which we tried once. Magic carpet, bank turn, slope down. Problem was it's just not steep enough to get – Great for beginners. I would say – Maybe, but the, even the banks, like you really couldn't even get up them with yeah. maximum speed. I mean with not even turning or slowing down or anything, you would go up those banks and you barely even get up it because it was just not steep enough. And you were skiing. You were pushing off. Yeah. I, I was snowboarding. I had you got nothing, no right? speed at all. Nothing. Yeah. No. So that was – Probably going to make that a little steeper if they can. Yeah. My take was they're, they're going to learn as it goes. Yeah. That section – so. To look at it, that was probably 25% of the building. Was that little area? Right. Maybe 20% of the, of the ski terrain. Yeah, of the yeah. ski terrain. So 20% of it. And it was geared 100% towards um, teaching people how to ski. Yeah. So, and I guess it's the poster that we're looking at that we just If you're ever the at the Embassy Suites in Secaucus, New Jersey, in yeah. room 417, you there may be a Lindsey Vaughn poster on the wall we, we took out the uh the normal hotel artwork uh, artwork and we put <laughs> we it covered it the we high end Lindsay Vaughn. the high end yeah. embassy suites artwork we'll take a picture of that because that's gonna go on instagram once we get out of instagram jail which we're still in fuckers and you know you make a good point like they they're definitely starting things off extra conservative you can tell yeah 
you know, they have about a two foot snow base right now, they were saying. And that spot, they definitely could have built that up if they needed to, to give you a little more of a lip to get you down, to get a little more speed. Even maybe half of that 25%, you know, make one part, keep it the way it is, and then one part, build it up a few more feet to get a little bit more speed going into that bank. There's a lot they can do with this, which is cool. Um, But they definitely start out. They have a good attitude because they have the attitude that they're going to open in phases, right? And they're going to progress as they go. Chapters, right? And somebody interviewed me and I was like, you know, they said, is it going to peter out? Is it going to, is it going to end? And I was like, no, it's going to evolve. Like it's going to change as things go on and it's going to change not only as things go on, but it's going to change as people start frequenting it because they're going to frequent it for their own reasons. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's going to be, maybe have everybody swells to it for the next few months that just wants to go skiing indoor just to get the fascination. Once that dribbles down now you're gonna hit the summer you're gonna have people that really want to learn how to ski for the next ski season you know maybe you're gonna have people that go on a thursday night instead of bowling to go out and do something social with each other maybe you're gonna have a race league maybe you're gonna have you know some crazy stuff like but it's gonna evolve because people are gonna want different things and they're gonna accommodate it it doesn't seem like they're set on no this is how it's gonna be we just set it up and we're opening like because i get that attitude from from some ski areas where they're like we're open this is what we are take it or leave it they seem to be like we're gonna do whatever the fuck we need to do to make money definitely definitely they um and i talked to the uh the marketing manager there who was excellent and they're going to let this evolve you know i asked her if she has any ideas as far as ski programs there's plenty of schools around here that may want to team up with her and at this point she said everything's fluid mm-hmm. you know we're we're not going to put together a plan and say you know next month we're going to focus on schools after that we're going to do corporate events they're opening it up and they're they're letting it evolve and uh you know it was interesting i was interviewed as well by a local new york radio station and i had to say the guy was definitely a skeptic and he's like would you, oh yeah would you come here and then i said well that guy was like trying to talk you into talking shit about the place he was and he was like well why why would you like once i said would i come here i said yes i'm here now yeah <laughs> and uh he said well why and, and when and um, you're going to use this facility when you're getting ready for a ski trip out west. Hell it's yeah. very convenient. 100%. If, you're, if you reside You need to get a little bit of practice in, a little bit of... Well, early season turns, yeah, like just to kind of get your body warmed up. And, and you don't want to, you don't want to like go to your, you know, like you said, you're going out to Whistler for a week-long trip. Yep. You don't want to go there cold. So you do exactly. a tally ride this year, right? You yep. want to get a little freshen up. And just think of everybody that lives in New York City. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, there's so many people in the city that, that go on ski trips. There, and it, you're just going to get a couple runs or you try out your new skis. Yeah. Do you want to try out your new skis when you just went out to Telluride and you just got there? Yeah. You're going to jump on on your first run. Think about a freaking yeah. demo day at that indoor ski area. You go to a demo day there. You don't have to go travel to any ski area. Demo day there, buy your skis, and then you go. Like, that'd be freaking phenomenal. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and like you said, you know, everything is, is fluid and evolving. And I think right now, skiing always has that perception of being a rich person sport. And where we are, because we're all here in, in New Jersey, you know, we don't have – at least not a lot of us have that local hill 20 minutes away. Right. We have to travel a significant distance. And, you know, not everyone's going to do that. But where this is located now, there's a lot of – 
urban areas that maybe kids wouldn't be exposed to skiing. Now they can have some school programs yeah. that get these kids in these programs. Get them a and, day or two out. And the big thing is, it, and the know? big thing is, yeah. so they have the, the little 25% little hill that we talked about. And then there's the main hill and they have two sides to it. And they had a terrain park, which is where all the borders, you know, were like launching off and doing their tricks. If you're getting these kids who may be out just, you know, doing whatever they're doing. Now they have a program where they can come all year mm -hmm. and train in a terrain park with some coaching. 365, like not a lot of places anywhere have that access. You're gonna have in 15 years, yep. some amazing freestyle skiers and boarders from this area. Yeah, I, I agree and, and we didn't really touch on that too much. So the terrain park was, um Pretty impressive. It was towards the bottom. It was about of half of the way up the mountain. Yeah, I, again, I would say it was a little bit uh, smaller than the training area, right? Yeah. So maybe 20% of the mountain. Right. And uh, there was a ridiculous uh, tabletop jump. Um, there was a big rail. Four, four rails. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and like Brian just said, you could train 365 days of the year doing jumps, doing all kinds of freestyle. You can't even skateboard that often exactly. if you're in this area. You got rainy days, you got bad weather. Yeah. This, it's gonna be the exact same 28 degrees inside every single day. Yeah. You think about ice skaters that gravitate towards that sport and there was a great uh, ice skater out of Long Island that won uh, an Olympic. Sasha Cohen. Yep. Sasha Cohen. Who, funny enough, Sasha Baron Cohen, Ali G, uh -huh. his Twitter profile has her picture as his picture. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So I, I think it could happen. I oh, think yeah. it could happen in this mountain. I think uh, it's going to be. As long as it stays open. I, I think it's going to be like one of those things that you don't realize changes the game until you realize, holy shit, this is really helping out skiers and boarders, like especially with that terrain park. I mean, you get a terrain park. If you get to hit a terrain park on a regular mountain, you probably get to hit something a little bit longer, but close to the same size as you hit there. And now you can just lap that thing. Yep. Like oh, 20 yeah. minutes away or, or less, you know what I mean? Like, and it's accessible 24 seven, you know, I mean, 365 days a year, that's crazy. Yeah. And then the other hill, which we skied, I mean, we, we skied it as much as we could, you know, like we only had a couple hours to do it. They kicked yeah. us out. We were some of the last ones there. And it started off pretty crowded, but then it really died down. And we just kept going up and down. Like it was a lot of fun. Yeah. It's, again, if you're used to deep powder, you're used to 4,000 feet of vertical, you'll be bored pretty quick. But you know what? I, I, I uh, didn't bring my skis. I demoed a pair of, of nice, like, head GS skis. And I'm used to having, you know, fatter skis every day. Having a more narrow ski on that terrain yeah. was so much fun. Like, making those quick turns, it was a blast. And, you know, I don't know if you guys watched the, the Lindsey Vaughn documentary because we're, you know, Blowing her up today, obviously. It just came out on HBO last week about like her last year in training and it kind of went through her life. And she started out at, I think it's called Buck Hill in Minnesota. It's only a few hundred feet of vertical. Wow. But they've had so many Olympians there because the guy who trains them is an old Austrian and they have the slalom course. So they get all these kids who just bang on slalom course Night skiing, rope toe up, yeah. back down, do it again, over and over again. And again, that's something that they could do here. Exactly. Again, also memory and doing the same, that, that correct thing every bingo for a number of times. You're not doing big free rides, but yeah. you're getting that technical 
capability hammered into your system, muscle memory, like you said. And, you know, I could, I could see those two things being, you know, real, a really, that place being great for training for those particular, mm-hmm. um, sports, those particular uh, specialties. Yeah, think of the right trainer in there. I I 100% agree because even um, in New York, uh, southern New York, there's Mount Peter. And Mount Peter is a really small I just talked to a dude about that last week at Warren Miller. It's it's Mm -hmm. half the size of Mountain Creek. Um, But for kids, apparently, it's supposed to be amazing. They have an excellent ski program. Yeah. Excellent ski program. And it's serious. And and you're you're committed to three days a week. So you go Saturday, you go Sunday, and then you go Wednesday night. And they're they're churning out amazing skiers. And I'm telling you, you can barely connect three or four turns. That's how small the mountain. But they're they're getting great trainers. They have them on one leg doing slalom. So nice. that's that's all possible. That's mm-hmm. why I think I'm so excited about this day and in this and uh, big snow, because all those things I could see all the possibilities. I yeah. see nothing negative. Mm-hmm. I see 100 percent success in this, and I see nothing but opportunities. I also rode one of the last lifts up. Actually, the last lift up I rode was with uh, two people from American Dream, and they were asking me what I thought about it. And I was like, you know, I said, one of the things that this blows me away on is, like, so I live in Florida now, right? Warm weather. Uh, there's a lot of hockey going on. I know because Bodie, he's 12 years old, does travel hockey. There's a lot of hockey and a lot of rinks getting set up in the Florida area, like the, the whole Tampa, Clearwater, like – you know, all the way, like all over, like Lakeland, you know, Miami. Um, it's getting bigger and bigger because there's a lot of retired skaters down there, a lot of professionals that are down there training. Um, even Olympians, like a lot of Olympians, like Olympic skaters train down there. Mm-hmm. So I told him, I said, you know, I don't know if there's a market for it, but the fact that you can build something like this, the possibility of it being in a warm weather climate, now it could bring skiing to somewhere else. Like maybe it's not you know, Florida, maybe it's out to Arizona or maybe in Southern California where people can ski all year. Like now it's the possibility of being able to do that is pretty amazing. Or what about a country that doesn't have a ski team? Costa Rica. Yeah, exactly. Jamaica. Jamaica. Puerto Rico. Um, Jamaica has a ski team. Yeah, they do. Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico. It's actually America. You're so racist against yourself. (laughs) (laughs) But they still consider them different, right? It depends. Or Mexico. Depends on the circumstance. Mexican ski team. Mexican ski team. Boom. Guatemalan ski team. Guatemala. So one thing I I thought of when we first got in there too is, you know, there's certain that, and Steve, this will be a nice little segue for you, is that smell. There's uh, definitely like an industrial smell. And the first thing it reminded me of. A lot of new product smell, a lot of off-gassing, a lot of, you know. My first thought was it reminded me of a new ice hockey rink because there's definitely a little bit of funk in there, mm-hmm. but a lot of like Fresh that smell, cold, that coldness, that that kind of smell. And that made, made me think too, you know, I wonder the first people who skated indoors in, an, you know, hockey players, figure skaters in an indoor rink probably had a lot of the same feelings we're having now about this place like who the hell is going to do this inside right this is an outdoor thing we don't do this indoors and you know and there's gonna be different problems so like one of the things i said is like you know we've seen where we've gone to resorts and people throw or you know fumble garbage off the lift right so stuff falls on the thing pbrs right empty pbr cans so then they you know that It might not be long enough for someone to chug a beer. Exactly. <laughs> well, they would be really chugging it. It's not that they, short of a lift. Right, right. <laughs> they're saying they're not going to have any alcohol there, which, you know. One of our potential negatives. Yes. But, uh, 
So I wonder, like, you know, garbage-wise, like, is that going to be a problem? I know just long-term, you don't have the melt and then the new snow fall on, right? You're going to have new snow. So I guess there's going to be a little bit of melt, but, like, it's not the same as being out in nature. So now you're trying to imitate nature. Is that going to be a problem long-term? And speaking of imitating nature... Yeah, so uh, so I happen to work for the uh, fragrance industry, and uh, we work big fragrance, big right. fragrance, big fragrance, not small fragrance. You're like one of the biggest, big smell. So we work with um, Disney, and we put together fragrances for several of their rides, and it adds that which experience. people don't probably realize, right? Exactly. So, uh, and one of the particular rides is um, it's called Soaring, and it's an Epcot. And if you've ever been on the ride, uh, you're on these chairs and uh, there's a big, big screen and an IMAX screen ahead of you. And you're literally soaring over all different uh, environments. So you do soar over the North Pole. And when you do, they make it cold, right? And they put in a fragrance that's um, kind of a, uh, a very fresh, cold, a little bit, uh, a little bit menthol. Candy canes, Santa Claus, um, candy cane, North Pole, candy cane, candy, candy cane. cane, exactly, a little peppermint, candy right? And it gives you that feeling of winter. Reason cooks. So then they go over the rainforest, and we created a fragrance for them for the rainforest. Burning trees, koalas. Well, not a burning rain. <laughs> Dead koalas. Not a burning rainforest. <laughs> so I, I think that there's an opportunity uh, because I had that. I got that scent too, and and uh, I talked to the the team over there at Big Snow, and they they weren't sure if that odor was from new construction. Like, what? Well, what are you talking about? I don't smell nothing over here. I smell nothing. But we'll work it out. But I just I think that if you Go into this environment. It's strange that you're, it could be July and you have your ski equipment and you walk in and you see this winter wonderland. And I think if it had a little bit of a pine scent to it, it'd be, uh, it'd be a great experience. But I think that goes to like what we're talking about, like for an experience, right? So like you want to have, it's almost like if you can think about a ski spa, that's what you would want. You want the feel, mm. you want the taste, the touch, you want the hot chocolate, you want the waffle smell, sure. you want the freaking, the, the you know, the snow fall, because they had snow going for a while, and it was pretty freaking awesome. It was champagne like, powder. Holy shit, it's like snowing here. It we was had, pretty cool. We had champagne, and we had powder. Yeah, and you want the smell of, like, the outdoors, the pine, like, maybe, I don't know, something a little bit different in there, but, like, you want that whole taste, touch, smell, sensory, you want that sensory experience like it's cool like they have the ability to do that and they've gone to a certain point and it's kind of like what you said like it's kind of cool like maybe they could think about extending that you know and even when we talked about like maybe they could have bumps once in a while right have a little moguls once in a while have a little edge well that's what their artist rendition yeah because again we're not quite at artist rendition phase right now because it is artist the first part of it what we Dude, say the artist rendition all right we're gonna go to some negatives now because we've been trying to... Well, we've been well keeping I would say it, it's negative. Well, I'd say it's funny because we saw the artist rendition and we see the real. We've been keeping like, it very positive. But you know what? We're not... We're not being paid off by these folks, so we're right. gonna we're gonna be real about it. So the artist rendition again, it's still the opening day. They had these like trees separating the two different sections. They had this really cool, beautiful, like uh, almost like a swirly sky like art a to it. Skyline. They had this dope ass like uh, ski village at the bottom, yeah. and the ski village at the bottom was really like an old western with like the fake, yeah. the fake hotel, the yeah. fake lodge that was there. Coming soon. It was almost like the coming soon like 
like pasting on the on the on the window, you know, like a store at the mall. It's been like yeah. closed down. They're gonna have something storefront. new there. Yeah. So this is the first thing in the entire American Dream complex that's open. None of the well, the first stores. attraction. Some, I think something some opened in October, didn't it? Some of it did. I think a few retail stores, but it's only on a little section. I don't know. I mean, they the, haven't connected like everything. Yeah. So there, there's a yeah. lot more to go here. There's no restaurants yet. Um, there's most of the stores are opening in March. There's the no roller coasters not open. The water park's not open. There's no restaurants in the home mall. Like we right. asked somebody, like, no, there's no restaurants, no bars, nothing in the mall. Yeah. So we actually had to take our apres ski. About 15 minutes away. Yeah. Brick shout, City out to, shout out to Brick City Brewing. They did it. They were, they were happy to host us. And if what you town ever, is that? That's in Teterboro. Teterboro, New Jersey. So if you're ever flying in to Teterboro, Barrow which Petit. most of our listeners would be flying, not flying with the commoners there in uh, right. the regular airlines, get to hit the uh, Brick City Brewery. Great beers. So we had to go there, unfortunately. And not unfortunately, it was good. No, it was great. It was actually a dope-ass beer. It was really fun. But um, I think you that know, dude that was serving us was high as fuck. Probably. Yeah. Wouldn't you be if you're working at a brewery on a Thursday afternoon? He was like, what's up, man? He's like on his phone. He's like, all right, I'll talk about it. Well, he's talking to Rich. He's like, your last name is Stoner. He's like, yes. He's like, that's awesome. Best last name. <laughs> You love that. That's great. <laughs> but so we're there. So you know, again, they're 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 getting the kinks out. It was the first day. They did like the ambiance is actually really cool. They did a really nice job. It I feels it feels almost good. like you're getting onto like a high end Disney ride. It's like a whole again, like you said, experience. The whole experience. They have, like the gondolas. It looks like a gondola, but it's really a doorway into the locker rooms. You can rent anything there. Like you can rent pants, jacket, obviously yeah. boots, snowboard, ski. There is a – you can get a ski Sherpa. <laughs> the backcountry access is limited. Let's be honest. <laughs> we, brought, we brought our shovels and beacons. It just – I had the airbag have, backpack. It was go. not needed, fortunately. <laughs> One little gripe that I had, and this really drove me oh, crazy. Oh, gripe. The men's room. Besides the smell? Besides the smell, or, Besides lack, the smell. or lack thereof. Thankfully, the men- it was a lack thereof in the men's room. True. Because again, blew it up. It was good. It's first day. <laughs> there were no shelves or baskets above the urinal. Yes. That's going to be a stern letter. That's to a big one. Tomorrow. That's like anybody who's ever gone skiing knows how critical yeah, that is. Yeah. You got it. It's just so easy. Just put a shelf just there. Shelf. Just one shelf. Put a shelf up. That's all it is, bro. Hashtag. Help. Put a shelf up. Help everybody out. So for the listeners, I, I think to myself, okay, what would be beneficial? Like, well, how would I use this? So Brian, how do you envision yourself for um, using this facility? My big thing is, is like we kind of talked about before, preseason, getting a bunch of runs in, you know, like September, October, just getting warmed up, getting that muscle memory little back. Yeah. Little guy, getting him out there. Again, because that, that little side course that they had is perfect for little kids learning. It's got the magic carpet. You can ride up with them, you know, be with them, send them down the hill. There's no weather that you have to worry about. That, no wind. That's the biggest no positive of this whole place is that there's no wind. And you don't realize how much – it's not the cold mm-hmm. that goes through you. Mm. It's the wind. When that wind whips through you, I mean there's no shelter from that. I mean Cortex is great. But proximity to like where you live, a few minutes – commute to get there and then you ski and he has a meltdown just go the hell home yeah or you go to the mall grab some hot chocolate go to the mall put go on the ferris movie. wheel yeah that's it put ferris wheel everything's better i gotta tell you anybody that has taught their kids or tried to get their kids into skiing or snowboarding and you went through that 
Yeah. Um, and I remember the weather was always an issue. And I remember going to a place called Camp Gaw. And it was pretty a, dope. It was all like, water and slush on the way to the magic carpet ride. And my daughter, mm-hmm. her whole boot was filled up with, with water. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, so you, you had to get your kid out there doing something they never did before. They're wearing all this equipment they never wore before. It's cold out. The conditions are slushy, right? It's not a recipe for them to love it, right? Yeah. But are you going to do it? Are they going to be like, I can't, I can't go to Camp Go now. This is unacceptable. This is bullshit, Dad. I'll tell you what. I think the companies like, I think like Camp Go, they're the ones that are going to suffer. Mm. I can see all the business going to these folks because, look. Because uh, you're going to fit this. This isn't the middle lane. So I, I have a nephew. Yeah. When I, I have a nephew. When I teach him how to ski and, or snowboard, which I will, this is where I'm going to go. So, you know, the, the guy on the radio, he was asking me, this is what I see. This is a perfect opportunity because it's also, you know what? It's in a mall. You can go to lunch afterwards. You go to dinner afterwards. You can see, you know. Here's you know the thing. If they have a camp, drop the kids off, go shopping for a little while, bring the kids back. I'm sure they'll have something like that. Which is a great thing for the mall in general. Like you drop the kids off into a little ski camp, two hours, you get two hours of shopping, get a massage, go watch a movie, whatever the hell you want to do. Well, here's the big, yeah. you know, positive negative too is the pricing. The way they do it is they do it in two-hour blocks. And I think – do you have the paper? I think it was – All day was 69 and two hours was 37? 37? 37. Something like that. That's without gear. But you can rent the gear for a little bit more. Yeah. Now, the one good thing about that is you can do – you can buy like two-hour blocks. Now, I don't know if they're going to do some sort of you know block of – you can buy like blocks of 10 or 20 or whatever. But if you know you're only paying for two hours – and you have a, a like a new skier or boarder, that's great because you can just be like, listen, we're doing it for two hours and we're done. I know my parents growing up, it was like, I paid for a whole goddamn day yeah. lift ticket. You're going to ski a whole goddamn day, whether right. you like it or not. Close at eight. I'm picking up at eight. Yeah. <laughs> so in a way, yourself, in a way, having only a little two hour chunk is going to force you to be like, all right, you know what? We're, we just need a few more minutes. We're going to do a couple more runs and then we're done. Okay. You know, when you're not feeling like I'm... The other thing I thought about this is when I was looking at the press release, they were like, everything is available to rent, right? So think about this way. You get off of work. You're like, I want to learn how to ski. I want to keep my skiing going. I want to go one time a week for two hours every week on the off season. You can go just like you're going to the gym. You come in, stop in 15 minutes, change all your crap. Boom, you go, you ski for two hours, go home. Just like a workout at the gym. Yeah, it's not bad. You get to do that all year. That is pretty cool. That is a nice feature. We don't know exactly the details on mass transit because that area, again, another negative, that area is a goddamn shit show on a good day. Well, there's the train that goes from Secaucus Junction, which is a goddamn nightmare train station to the Meadowlands. It takes way too long. I know New York Waterway has buses that go from some of the ferry terminals on the Hudson oh, River. They have a sign for that too, right? There. I mean, a lot of times you're going to have to just drive there because, again, it's not really that – it's not right in the city. I think, again, that's going to evolve. Once now, people there, start going yeah, there, they're, they're going to start changing stuff. There's buses. Uh, there's buses? From Port Authority to the Meadowlands. Okay. So that's getting people from the city out though. Yeah. Right? But if you're in Jersey, right, you want to take the transit. True. Either drive or I guess again other figure it out. The thing is parking too. What are we saying? We finally it's like 30, 30 bucks to park? In a way I think that they're geared towards football in New York. 
Yeah. You know, think about everything that we just said. Yeah. You could rent pants, gloves, jackets, helmets, helmets everything. Yeah. Yeah. Right? And oh, there's mass, transit, there's mass transit from yeah. New York City. Mm. So a lot of it, I think, is, is geared towards, you know, getting people out there. Yeah. And I wonder if they're going to well, tweak and evolve. I wonder if they're going to do some sort of, like, family packages here. Because, again, like you mentioned Nothing is in stone right now. And I feel like to get families out there, they're going to have to tweak that pricing model. Because it seems like if you're dropping 50 bucks a person for two hours, you got a family of four, five, six, and you got a park, like that can really add up quick. Then again, going to Ski Mountain, it's going to be like quadruple that per person. Right? Yeah. Plus, like quadruple the time. So did did you guys catch that they're owned by the same company that owns Mountain Creek? I thought Mountain Creek, so I asked the people, so I thought American Dream owns the facility, but I thought the people that own Mountain Creek are running it. So I don't know if it's a lease on top of the ownership. The management company that's managing Big Snow is the same management company that that is managing or owning Mountain Creek. Right, so they're managing and running it. Yeah. But like the owners, so their landlords are... American Dream? American yeah. Dream. Yeah. Yeah. So which is triple five, what did I say? Dude? Right. Yeah, so, triple five. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but the company that... So Mountain Creek's fine. They're like, we're going to take some of the crowds and put them over there, and then Mountain Creek's going to be available to go skiing again. Yeah. <laughs> they're going to they're gonna cross-promote. They talked about that. They're going to offer, uh, if you're a Mountain Creek uh, season pass holder, you'll get discounts. Oh, nice. oh that's cool. Snow. Because they don't have a season. Yeah. They don't have a season pass. Um, so there's, so it's not like you could go to both mountains cause they don't really have a season pass, mm. but they're going to do discounts like that. And, and you could tell all those things are just not, not defined yet. I wonder though, I think this is going to change a lot for locally and I'm just speculating here for like race teams, right? So like, think about it now you have ski race teams that only go in the winter and they go to mountain Creek. Right. And I know Mountain Creek, they used to shut down like half the mountain. It was a little frustrating, but, you know, they take over part of the mountain. They have that in the summer. They have summer ski, off-season kind of off, you know, yeah, summer program. Any athlete that is serious about their sport, yeah. like a ski racer, they're going to go here. Yeah. Before They're going to be going here right now. Summer camps. I, I know a bunch of kids that are in the ski program at yeah. my daughter's high school. And they're chomping at the bit to get out there. Yeah. Think about it. They do a summer camp for like three weeks summer camp. Drop a kid off, whatever. Give him lunch. And then you know, do a whole ski camp. Do that for half the summer. That's like, that's huge. Yeah. For skier. So overall, A+. Plus. That's, I'd give it a solid, like an 88. 88. Out of 100, yeah. Well, I'm a snowboarder. So, you know, there's a lot of rails and stuff like that. That's true. Yeah, you can do that. Yeah, that's where I get the eighty. That's where I get the uh, the A plus. I gotta say, for me personally, I give it less than fifty percent. Like the like. Wow. I, I gotta give it about a fifty percent because while I like it, I wouldn't go there a lot. Sure, but but I you're pu- you're putting up against everything. You're putting up against like a exact a Telluride. It's not gonna replace a ski trip. It's gonna for sure augment and supplement everything you do though. So in terms of like workout and keeping in shape. Like over 50%. But like for, for skiing, like for if it's a social thing and you want to ski socially, yes, I got that. But if you're going out to rip and do some trails and do some 
There's nothing that's gonna replace skiing. I don't think anybody is like hiding the fact that that's what they're not replacing that. But that's not what's, at all. But that's what's, all. But that's what's cool about it is because you are actually skiing. Yeah. Versus going on some sort of elliptical that replicates skiing right. or doing other exercises that right. replicate it. And you're on actual snow. And you're on actual snow. Yeah. And I'm giving it that high of a grade because of my expectations being so low. Yeah. But I think like for an indoor facility in a swamp in New Jersey, it's an 88. Yes. <laughs> For my experience today, I'd say I'm an 88 too. Yeah. But long term, I'd say it's going to be for somebody that's looking to, to ski or play skiing with this. Oh, then you're, you're way down. Yeah. But you're going to get the benefit of like kids training, training for, for people that you meet that are just like not as good skiers. Like I think it's like 90 something. Yeah. I think it's great. Mm-hmm. Look, this will be one of those things where guy meets girl, girl doesn't ski, guy skis. Boom. There you go. <laughs> girl goes to skiing, right. learns how to ski. They live happy. Guy rents out mountain for girl. Right. Right. It's right. a, a PG 13 romance story. You know, they ski together. They fall in love. They get stuck in traffic. <laughs> now let's talk about the bad possibilities. They start renting out to D bags that have a lot of money and nobody can ski on it because half of the mountain is taken yeah. by two people skiing. Well, the that, that's my, my concern is the cost. Cause I mean, in the day. because you got to think what this place. So you're, you're keeping this facility, which is according to these numbers here, 180,000 total square footage. You're keeping that at 28 degrees Fahrenheit, 365 days a year. I mean, maybe they, I, I don't know. Are they going to have a day down to reset everything, to melt everything, to restart? I done the math. Like, it's got to be, you know, reasonable for them with the climate to, to keep it that low. They got to well, ride out the because summer. Because cost yeah. is the scary thing to me in terms of what it costs for someone to use it, the cost it is to keep that place maintained at that temperature. Yeah, but right now is a cheat time. They get a whole winter if it's cold. It's easy now. Easy. But again, what about year two, the summer? Like, what's that going to be like when things start breaking down a little bit, need repairing? What's that going to be like? Yeah. I'm I'm thinking, I'm not thinking pessimistically. I'm just trying to, trying to foresee the negatives to kind of head them off earlier if possible to prevent them. Listen, if it doesn't work out, it's going to be a bike park. (laughs) That's right. It'll turn into something, You could turn those, that chairlift into a mountain bike. Well, uh, what do we see today? True. What do we see today? We saw snow bikes all over the place. Right. They are getting people set up on those snow bikes for going downhill. You could have probably four or five trails winding into each other with some bridges. <laughs> Snowblade park. Snowblade park. Well, they'll definitely use it for, you know, skating, you know, skateboards. Like, you can definitely do it if they decide to get rid of the whole cold part of it. Well, I'm hoping that it is successful and then it, it does work out. Think about what the first roller coaster must have been like. You know, it was probably kind of, for our standards now, pretty benign, pretty lame, pretty, you know, kind of cruisy. But look at what you have now when you go to like Great Adventure. You have some of the most ridiculous G-forces and loops and upside down and it's it's evolved so much. If this is successful, think about how many other indoor facilities there are gonna be who are gonna get bigger and like bigger that's what's and gonna bigger. be incredible. You know, like nobody can build the same. Like somebody's gonna build one a little bit. This is at sixteen stories. So yeah, they're saying sixteen stories high. It's like, got a, yeah. It's a vertical drop of one hundred and sixty feet. The slope grade is twenty six percent at the max, three percent at the min, and the slope length is a thousand feet. I almost think about if you look at that, they could extend it a little bit. Like they could extend it a lot. Maybe not with a lift. Maybe you gotta hike up a little bit. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah. <laughs> 
right. Our new turns inside. How big were the ceilings? Like how far up? They're pretty high. 30 feet? Above the snow? Yeah. I think more than that. It was more than that. It was way more than that. Because remember we, the ter- where the terrain features were? There was the, the, the chair lift. lift. The chair lift was there. And even the guys getting the biggest air were nowhere near close to the chairs. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> so 45, maybe even 50 feet high. So that means you could you could bring the snow up 25 more feet at the top. At the so top. So if you want to create more of a, uh, a vertical drop. A, a steeper slope, yeah. do that. Mm-hmm. I wonder if they almost have plans for that. Like, we have the plans where we could do it. We just didn't build it that way, so we're not going to mess with it. Like, you wonder, like, somebody might have, they must have thought about, it, like, hey, do we have to make it bigger? Are we good like Well, they this? started conservative. Like we said, they started conservative with a lot of this. And also remember, this was built 12, 15 years ago. Yeah. yeah. Right. It was sitting there. So and they didn't even think, do the plans. Think about, they built it. Tw- think about a car that's like, 15 years old, yeah, technology-wise, versus yeah. something that's built today. Yeah. You know? You got, a, like, my 2006 Subaru versus a brand-new Tesla. Completely different. Yeah. So you got to think, what's what sort of evolution in engineering have they come with I think for indoor ski resorts now? garage and do, like, a whole other thing coming around. Imagine it's, like, a clear, like, a glass structure over the highway so you're sitting on the highway like watching people ski above you (laughs) well think about like what a crashed ice is like yeah why not build like an indoor sort of crashed ice they could do it i wonder if they'll do ski cross in there that could be the next evolution of it again this is just the start when we were talking like events they could they could easily just throw out a bunch of snow and create a whole nice mogul run they could have a mogul event there like indoor like in the summer like get all the top people in there. oh yeah freaking mogul up that'd be freaking moguls again moguls terrain trainers that's like beginner trails like they could they could rock that all day there yeah so there's a lot of things that make your mind just start thinking about like what are the possibilities like it's it opens up like what you thought was not possible yeah, cool. and being this close, not having to drive a couple hours up to the this is the future Catskills. This is the present now. It's the future. It was now. the future, That's and right. it's now the present. Stop living in the past, man. <laughs> yeah, I mean it'll depend on how you know how much they want to promote it. You know how aggressive they are. Yeah, you know will they do those things that we're talking about? I Why aren't they hiring us? I think it'd be fun. All right, so we're getting near fifty minutes here. I think, I think we this, wrap it up. I think we yeah. discussed a lot. Of okay, it. one thing I didn't like: no beer. We talked about that. Talked about no They beer. had a little hot chocolate thing, which is good. Dude, that hot chocolate was insane. The whipped cream, like yeah. I don't know what was in there. It was That's like pretty fucking. It was awesome. like almost like a pecan with a hint of a lemon spice. They had like a jalapeno on there, like a dried jalapeno. It was a jalapeno in the, in the coffee. <laughs> it was unbelievable. The hot chocolate, a, yeah, hot, hot chocolate. It was a spicy hot chocolate. It was unreal. It was so good. The whipped yeah, cream though, really out of this impressive. world. Yeah, they had some funky. Was it unicorn? Horn, the unicorn horn. Yeah. It was a waffle with all kinds of like waffle. fruity pebbles on it. Well, the apre, the apre will be, um, there'll be plenty of restaurants right near there. The artist's rendering showed a Hard Rock Cafe at the base, so that'll happen. Yeah. It'll happen. I think they're probably working that out and probably working out the liquor license because somebody's got to get paid off. And they just, you know what? Yeah. They wanted to get something open. And you know what? I respect that they didn't wait till it was too late till everything was in place. Yeah. You know, they well, they, they gotta shake out because we've been waiting so long for something, and yeah. now we finally have something, and it's a great start. But they got to shake out the problems. I mean, everybody knows you start something like this, they're gonna shake out a ton of problems, oh, yeah. and then work it out because you know it's gonna be a shit show with the rentals and a shit show mm-hmm. where people go. Because we were a little bit confused, even though they told us go here and go there, we're like doing whatever the hell we want, and we're like, oh, we gotta go back over there because we're just idiots. Well, again, they're gonna smooth that out too. Cause I think a lot of the people working there too really were just kind of figuring it out because it was their first day as well. Right. Oh yeah. So I think that'll be. Uh, it'll be good. I think it'll be good eventually. It's just gonna, you gotta be patient. Yeah. 
at least for the next few weeks. <laughs> I just have to say, finally. Finally, <laughs> finally open. something's open, right? Yeah. Feel yes. like feel like the tax dollars didn't go to waste. That's tax right. dollars at work. We still have enough legal weed in New Jersey, but we now have our indoor ski resort. I think That's it's right. been like tax dollars ten times over were taken, and now the the, the single time taken is finally getting put to use. Yeah. How many uh, Chris Christie Bavarian cream donuts have we paid for through the tax dollars oh, on that place just sitting there? Millions of dollars. Like That's nobody went millions. to jail, and now finally somebody. But yeah. we met one of the people. We um, Sandy. She had been pushing for this for like seven years and, and just talking to some of the people that are working on this for 15 years, seven years, five years, they were just so happy and relieved and I felt good for them that yeah. they got to see this like finally open up. Well, that dude, Nick, we were talking to too. He was yeah. like one of the PR guys. He was just like, they were all stressing out. They were like stressing out the last couple of days. Like, cause again, this You're is- almost like shedding a tear when you talk to him. Like, I'm just so happy it's open. Well, you saw so many people with just smiles. Like it was just, yeah. it was a lot of fun. Cause again, people, yeah. As long as you temper your expectations, you're not getting Jackson Hole going in here. Yeah. But if you want to just have some fun and cruise around a little bit, it's if they did a nice job. So yeah, if you want more information on it, where do you go? Is it AmericanDream.com? Probably should look that up. We did. I know. If we're unlocked from Instagram, finally, eventually, one of these stupid. We've been in Instagram jail for a week. So if you're wondering why we don't post anything anymore, that's the reason why we're chomping at the bit here. If you hate Instagram, we do too. All right, so it's www.bigsnowamericandream.com. That's a lot of words. Or if you go to Instagram, their handle is bigsnowad. AD is for American Dream, so Big Snow AD. We're going to uh, tag them in a bunch of stuff. We took a lot of videos and pictures, and we were annoying Lindsey Vaughn. We were annoying some of the other people there. Lindsey was cool. Lindsey was great. She's a trooper. There's a lot of people who wanted to take pictures with her, and she was cool. Thank God she didn't blow her knee out. And Lindsey Vaughn, the first person ever to retire and move to New Jersey. Yeah. Ever. Everyone retires and leaves this goddamn state. I did ask her after taking the photo. I was like, how is it, how's it feel being in New Jersey? She said, it's, it's good. She was And lying. I was like, you're lying. You're, you're a great right. liar. Overall, we had a great- She's in love with a guy from, that's in Jersey. I love a man in Newark. <laughs> that's right. So yeah, so we had a great time. I hope this is good information for you guys. If you need more information, you can hit us up, skibumpodcast.com. We'll have uh, links in there in the show notes. And if you want to hit us up with specifics, skibumpodcast at gmail.com. Send money, Patreon, cash. All that stuff. You want. If you want to shop, we got some. We we're wearing our swag out there. Oh, we're, we're all over nj.com. Rather give us money, just buy some shit. Skibumpodcast.com slash shop. We got some cool stuff still available. Steve, thank you for joining us. Thank it was you, a Steve. pleasure having you back. Thank you guys. Thanks for inviting me to this amazing yeah. event. Glad you can make it. It yeah, wouldn't be the same sad. without you. I didn't think he was going to make it. And he was like, yeah, I'm up. We're like, shit, yeah, let's make it happen. It was a beautiful thing. So, well, you know, I was drunk when you asked me. So it's always yes. <laughs> that's that's, that's <laughs> perfect. And he like remembered the next day. I'm like, the next day, I was like, this morning, I'm like, I wonder if Steve remembered. <laughs> oh, he remembered. And he was here. Oh, he was here on time. It was, uh, it was a good time. Yeah. I, had to, I had to represent the snowboarders. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Need more information? Keep on podcast.com. And thank you so much oh, you for listening. Check us out on NJO.com. NJ.com. NJO. I don't know what NJO is, but I don't, don't even go there. It's NJO, right? NJ. NJ.com. NewJersey.com. Yeah, there's a video of us. NJ.com. Yeah, video. We'll have it on the show notes too, yeah. for sure. So it's keep on podcast.com. Yeah, stay clean. See ya.